What is up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Unrelated Sports Podcast. I'm Andy McConnell, and with me, again, this time not on location, is my friend, Mr. Cody Allstadt. Cody, how was the road trip? Well, I can tell you, I have never been so glad to be home. Um, Two days each way on the road was enough, but... I did eat enough fast food that I don't ever want to eat fast food again. Nice. So nice. It's a nice weight loss plan. But I did stop at Happy Joe's in Dyersville. Oh. I don't know. We used to have one here in, in Decorah, but it's no longer there. And uh, Oh, my really? Favorite... Nope. Been a few years, actually. You need to get oh out, buddy. Uh, it's actually been another pizza place that has also closed down since it was a Happy Joe's. Oh so my you're gosh. a little behind the times. I'm always the last person to know everything anyway. You know this already. <laughs> that is true. You have to leave your bubble. Um, That's true. But their original pizza, which is the most disgusting sounding pizza, but the most delicious pizza. Like pineapple on pizza is a, is a big, you know, people argue about it all the time. Happy Joe's original pizza is sauerkraut and Canadian bacon. Yeah. And it is so stupid good. So good. I'm not even a big sauerkraut eater, but I devoured a small pizza and I, didn't I feel even, bad about it. I don't even think you have to ask my opinion on sauerkraut. You, you should know this by now. But I don't know if I can see you eating cheese on a pizza. I don't. You're weird. You just eat I crust. Eat pepperoni, thank you. <laughs> Wait, so hold on. So what's your thoughts on uh, pineapple on pizza? No, I don't do it. Okay. I don't like pineapple, though. I eat neither do I. I know that doesn't surprise you. Shocking. Pineapple is the number one thing I will not eat. I will not eat that. Like, it just, it makes me gag. It really does. When my wife and I went on our honeymoon, I decided to have one more piece. I was like, in Hawaii. Yep. If you're, that's the place to have, try pineapple. Yeah, I still didn't like it. Okay. That's good to know, because my grandma's told me when her and my grandpa went on a vacation for a I don't know if it was their 25th wedding anniversary. They went to Hawaii and stuff. And yeah, she said, oh, you got to have the pineapple out there. It was like amazing. It's like, no, no, just no. I still can't do it. It tasted different than pineapple in Iowa, but it uh, still didn't taste good. Okay. That's, that's, that's good to know. So pineapple, I will never eat you ever. (laughs) Um, But yeah, then let's see what else got home. Um, Then my, took my daughter back to uh or back and forth to waterloo this weekend and watched uh iowa and michigan play with my michigan fan of a brother that was uh that was fun yeah i think for all iowa fans that was um that was the opposite of fun it was expected it, yeah i mean tory taylor still awesome. in reality i thought it was going to be worse See, I really thought that they it would be about like how it was. I really thought they would at least give up, give it a fight, and then maybe Michigan would pull away at, at the very last minute. But I mean, Michigan didn't have an easy time with it. Their yeah. Iowa's defense was stout, but they gave up three short fields. You can't win with it. like, and by short, I mean very short fields. Well, did you see this being one of those short fields on that uh, punt return? The guy, one of the gunners, missed the Holy tackle and then hauled the mail and chased down the Michigan returner and tackled him at like the five. He, he looked like DK Metcalf last year on that pick. Like, yeah, he, 
that was the best hustle play I've seen in decades. I'm well, talking like I've watched a lot of them, but yeah. he was incredible. Well, and you and I both know sometimes when guys must tackle, especially on punt, punt or kicker turns, they just and when they end up on the ground, they just stay down there because it's like, yeah, I'm just gonna chill and we'll just watch everything go. This guy missed the tackle. I don't know his name. I feel bad for that, but missed the tackle. Got up and was bobbing and weaving in between all different players, and still was able to track down the Michigan guy before he um got into the end zone. Yeah, if if he if Iowa could have stopped them from um getting a touchdown on that drive, he would have been a hero. I mean, he was well, a hero anyway, just for the hustle. Yeah. It's incredible. Well, and I think if he, if he does that, and then if they do, or since he did that, and then if they do stop him, you never know. That could have been the momentum changer that maybe Iowa's offense didn't suck as bad, wouldn't suck as bad as, after that. Yeah, I, I'm i going to say probably not, but it would be nice to think that way. I, I guess Iowa's offense has um, broken me to the point that there is just no hope on it. Yeah. Um. Hey, so in, in speaking of um Iowa and quarterbacks, so they're arguably their best quarterback on their roster didn't even play this year. Um, that'd be Joey Labus, their third string quarterback who actually balled out in the bowl game last year against Kentucky. Yeah, yeah he, he um, he's transferring now. That he's was his a, only start last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and he actually played well. Iowa's offense looked like I don't know, it was competent. I don't know how he. I mean, I guess Cade McNamara came there and yeah, you had to start him. No, you but, don't. He's. I'm not a McNamara guy, so no, you don't. But <laughs> I'm fine with it. I. But the transfer portal opened today, or was it today? Yeah, today or yesterday. Was, one of something like that. <laughs> blew the doors open. Holy cow! I know. It's, I swear, every every other player that you look at on a on a team, it's like, oh, that guy transferred, that guy didn't, that guy's in the portal, that guy's not. It's like, oh my gosh. Ohio State. I don't know if they have a team anymore. No, they've and, lost. I think there was one of the guys was a five, like multiple five star wide receiver and quarterback gone. Starting quarterback, yeah. their starting quarterback gone. I know Oklahoma's starting quarterback gone. Gone. Um, I'm like, I'm waiting to see the Arch Manning. I just I'm on. Yeah, I don't know. I still think. I was reading something, like, I think Eli said that, you know, when he was at Ole Miss, he redshirted and then sat for an additional two years before he finally started. So, I mean, I, I, I could see it. It's not a bad thing. No. I mean, it, you know, it, believe it or not, sometimes sitting and watching, it, it's a good thing for quarterbacks, or for especially for young kids to, to do. You don't actually have to start right away. Getting up to the game speed and like actually getting in there and, and not getting blown up or being in over your head right away can exactly. be a very good thing. But these players, they're making so much money as NIL deals and stuff, and why not? They're chasing money. Like, yeah, they they need to fix the portal. They need to fix the NCAA is broken right now in many ways. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, I think. For one, the NCAA's, I think it's broken beyond repair. I like, I don't know how you can fix it at this point. The, the genie's out of the bottle for for most of the stuff, especially with the NIL stuff. It's like, ugh. yeah, they, they opened it up too much. Like I, I, they, they overcorrected and, um, it blew up in their face because every other year, like there needs to be like a one time or, or else you start to lose eligibility or something because right now. 
everybody's just if you don't start you, you instead of trying to earn it transfer to another school yep well and we're in this participation trophy era and sorry to offend anybody no i'm not sorry at all um but we're in this participation trophy era where, heck, kids are getting uh, trophies for finishing ninth place in a 10-team tournament. It's like, back in the day, like for, I, I want to say it was like either third and fourth or fifth and sixth grade uh, flight football. It's one of the, one of the two uh, years. We finished second um, in our little tournament playoff thing at the end of the year. I think I have a little second place medallion even hanging in my uh, bedroom here. But, or maybe it's not even hanging. I have no clue where it's at. But I hate it because it's not number one. Right. I I have a, my, my new golf ball marker I've been using is uh, my state runner-up football uh, state like our place medal. Yep. I mean, God, it'd be a lot cooler if it was the first place, but. Yeah. And again, that like something like that, at least that's high school and where it's like, okay, you, you, you made it through that far of a battle, like where you come yeah. in second, but it's still one of those where you're looking like. Every time I, I see it, I just think of we got our asses kicked 42-7 to 7 to Harlan. Yeah. And I don't know. Just, I didn't have uh, a lot to do with it. But. <laughs> well, hey, don't worry, Cody, for, for that little flight football thing. I think me, a small little guy like me, I think I was on the O-line and flight football. You don't do anything on the O-line anyway. <laughs> um, I mean, but, yeah, it's just. There. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, back to the with the transfer portal and stuff. It's yeah, kids don't want to work for anything anymore. They literally just expect to be handed <clears throat> their starting job. If not, it's like okay, cool. I'm just gonna go leave and I'll go start here somewhere else. Yeah, like the only the only person that I've seen that makes sense that they got into the transfer portal so far has been Spencer Petrus, and he's yep. a grad transfer. Yep, I would say Joey Labus too because well, the yeah. Iowa staff has consistently shown him basically the back door. Of okay, well, you're just not. You know that you played well. You're not. You're never going to start here. So, I I kind of would love to see him go somewhere and beat the crap out of Iowa once. Oh, that's what, oh, I'm hoping he does. I really does. Like, as long as parents and stuff is still there, I hope he does. Yeah, like just the ultimate f you. Um, he deserves it. He deserves better than what he had, and. I can't blame a quarterback for getting out of Iowa anyway because they have shown no ability to develop any any wide or any quarterback ever. Yep. Ever. I mean, heck. So, um, for anybody listening here, you might want to look up a guy by the name of Ty Schmidt. He works for the Pat McAfee Show. He <laughs> went on a little bit of a rant, probably. Of, it was after the Iowa Minnesota game, um, talking about Deacon Hill. And how, you know, we tend to get quarterbacks from all over, anywhere but basically the state of Iowa. Like, we're getting quarterbacks from California, Florida, you name it. Um, and as he says during that video, there's a reason they're coming here and they're not going to, their to like, any of the bigger schools, like, in those respective states. It's because they suck. So, we need to do a better job of, I don't know, just recruiting within the state of Iowa, where those boys know how to play, football, like, our brand of football. Yeah, that's true. Like, I never really thought about that that much because I thought, okay... Here's a three star. Here's a four star coming out of um out of California. He's got to be good, right? Wrong. Like people are passing on him in these big schools that know quarterbacks, and Iowa scooping him up and doing nothing with him. Now, yeah. I still believe that there should be some development because, like, there is so many of these quarterbacks have come to Iowa, and um, this seems like an Iowa 
podcast right now. But yes, I mean, we are Iowa, but Fox. we're not. I'm not the biggest. I'm not the biggest Hawk fan. I, I I love them, Courtney, but um, yeah. Um, I don't know if you can tell. I'm wearing Indiana stuff today, so I'm wearing Titanic, which hey, is make- pretty much Iowa. Hey, I've seen the movie about that. Can you imagine <laughs> if that actually happened in real life? Oh my god, that'd be crazy. Uh, poor Jack. And they could have a sub that goes down looking for it, and maybe that explodes. Wow, my mind just a great prequel, prequel wow. or sequel. <laughs> You're mad people. Um, no, we're not good. But um, I forgot where I was going with that. Yeah, that's my that's my bad. I kind of got you off talking. But uh, like, uh, take Spencer Petrus for Petrus for example. I believe he held a bunch of uh, passing records for the whole state of California, which you know, California kind of big state, pretty good, pretty good at football. And then the fact that comes from there, yeah. But then the fact that we bring him here and he just kind of like the Titanic, he just sunk every year. It's just when you think it couldn't get any worse, it did. Yeah, and I don't know why he was sitting at Iowa this year anyway. Um, um, I know he, he graduated and shoulder surgery, I believe. Okay. I, that makes more sense. Yeah. I think if I remember right, I thought he, I thought he really had like, I can't remember if he had a rotator cuff surgery or something, but he had basically messed up his shoulder. So he's basically a graduate assistant. So he, okay. then he had to use his one time uh, transfer to be a, for a grad transfer basically. And like, I, I don't want to bash on the guy too much because I, I believe he was trying as hard as he could. Yeah, he just sucked. And he sucked. He just and part of that's Iowa's coaching staff though. Um I, I'm I'm a big believer in that. Like how many times do you see uh at like these oh a, a backup a backup or a backup of a backup come in and tear apart team apart and playing really well and Iowa can't get their starter to play decent. That's coaching. Well, now, Cody, I know we're this is probably some of the greatest. This is probably like an apples to oranges comparison, but take the uh, national championship and what year was it? Was it twenty nineteen or whatever? Whatever year Tua came in to replace uh, Jalen Hurts, right? You know, Tua was a highly touted prospect anyway coming out of um, Hawaii, but it's like that that guy was a backup entered in during halfway of the national championship game and let Al- Alabama to out. Yeah. <clears throat> do we have Nick Saban as a coach? No, but like we pay Kirk Ferentz like he is Nick Saban. Exactly. He should be getting more results. I know to get what? 10 wins with a 130th ranked offense, 133rd ranked offense. Um, newsflash is only 133 teams. That's not good. I don't know. No. I'm not a mathematician, but like with a top, if we had, if we had a 65th ranked offense, we would be national champion contenders. Yep. Heck, even if I think we had top ninety, like in all honesty, <clears throat> put put together a keep the defense off the field for a few plays, it'd be it'd be amazing. I mean, the only problem, the only good news, I guess, though, with Iowa sucking these last how many years offensively, we did we did get to see the greatest punter in Iowa history, in Tory Taylor. So I mean, and you know what, we have had Iowa's had some really cool like special like. Uh, Nate Kading was one of the greatest kickers in college history. Hey, well, well, he's the most accurate kicker in NFL history, too. Or was. I mean, I think Justin Tucker and Young Wei Koo have passed him now. 
but yeah, it's it's nuts. The only pre- knock on Caden is that he did miss some big kicks in the postseason. Yeah, like, that was he missed like one kick in college, and I remember it was devastating. Yeah, it's but yeah, Iowa and special teams has always been a like a match made in heaven, basically. Same thing like Iowa defense. Yeah, well, like this this year's defense coming into the season wasn't highly touted. It was it was supposed to be a pretty off year for their defense, really, and it was fantastic. I don't well, know how many players are going to play on in the bowl game, but yeah, well, and that just speaks to how great Phil Parker is as a defensive coordinator, and it's why he won the top assistant award, I believe, the Bryles Trophy, I think is what it's called. I think he just got yeah. awarded with that this week, this weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's nuts. Um, you know what else is nuts? How in the heck is Alabama in the college football playoff? How? Because they're not going to keep the SEC out of the big, or out of the playoff, even though FSU did everything right. I know. And, like, I, I know that there was going to be a team that was – quote unquote deserving left out no matter what, but it shouldn't be the undefeated team with a um conference championship. It just shouldn't. Um and like my my opinion is it should have been Michigan number one, mm-hmm. Washington number two, yep, Florida State number three. Yep. And then you're gonna have to pick between Texas and Alabama. Obviously I'm a Texas fan. I'm gonna lead towards Texas, but I would have understood it more if than than Florida State getting left out because you just can't leave an I don't care about if their quarterback's not there. You play the games for a reason. Okay. So for the whole oh well their quarterback is hurt, so they're probably not gonna be competitive at all. Last night, I know I know this That's is a probably. The, yeah. But I know this is the NFL. But Jake Browning, you know, um was the quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals last night because Joe Burrow was out for the year. Browning balled out, and even before Trevor Lawrence got hurt, they were probably going to win that freaking football game. Yeah. And it, guess what? They did. They did. Yeah, against against a, one of the top-rated quarterbacks or top prospect of quarterbacks out of, coming out of college in years. Like, exactly. You could, there's like five people you put him in the in the category of, with, of like, uh, you put him with Andrew Luck. Yep. John Elway. John Elway. Like, both. Stanford guys. Yep. Peyton Manning. Like, well, not, not Stanford, but <laughs> just these are oh, guys Peyton. that you, like, came, came in. You knew they were going to be great stars. Yeah. Well, I mean, Peyton did have the forehead enough where you think he, he had enough info that he could probably could have went to Stanford. But. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, mean it's true truthful though but okay so now back to your um a previous point about how you could understood texas being left out instead of um alabama there's no world that texas should have been left out over alabama no. for the fact of they beat them week two yes like if if texas would have got left out because of that why even play that game then like right why, why, why like, not yeah. put pancakes all year why exactly it makes it's, it's why, and the committee also, they screwed up, too, because they put Florida State at number five. So they said they were worse than Alabama, but better than Georgia. Like, make that make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. 
Yeah, like, um, well, they're saying like Florida State would have just gotten demolished in these games, but Alabama, who their last two games, Auburn should have beat them, had yep. it not been for a hail mary play at the end. Yep, and I, I want to say that their game before that was pretty close too. I don't remember who it was against, but yeah, they've had I'm other sure. close games of teams that weren't nearly as good as them. Yeah, that's what I'm looking up right now. Um, come on. But, yeah, it's just it's, it's a double. Oh, no. Oh, Cody. Cody, I'm sorry. Alabama the week before played powerhouse from the FCS Chattanooga, where they won 66-10. Okay. I know, very tough okay. game there. Yeah. Because, you know, all SEC schools have to schedule a cupcake right before their um, – Big rivalry games. Big rivalry. And they, yeah. they've had. I know that they've had some games that like. Well, like we're closer. The week, week after they lost to Texas, um, Jane Miller got benched against South Florida. It's. I just. It's honestly all this was was for ESPN to just get a big ratings boost for when they get Michigan versus Alabama in the college football playoff. Because if you get Michigan versus Florida State, that's probably not going to draw the number that. This Bama Michigan game is probably going to shatter records, right? And, and, and Washington Texas, they I mean they couldn't keep Washington out of it, obviously. And yeah. well, they could have, I guess they did it with Florida State, but wouldn't have surprised me if they did. Washington isn't going to draw a crowd, like yeah. Not I love to watch Washington. I'm gonna I'm really excited for that game because I think the um, trench play is going to be phenomenal. Also, you have a premier quarterback Great. matchup. <laughs> in, yes, very much so. In yours, and my boy, hopefully Heisman winner Michael Penix. I believe he should be. I don't. I don't know who else could. I think it's going to be Jane Daniels personally. I think it Are should be really? Penix. Yeah, Daniels is a favorite. He had fifty touchdowns and four picks this year. Not not all passing, but a lot of rushing touchdowns too. A lot of those were also against cupcake teams. But again, we just have to overlook the the true numbers. Because yeah. it's the SEC, they prop up the they prop up the SEC so much. And don't get me wrong, they've won a lot of national championships, but like they also lose a lot of bowl games. Yep. Well, it's because of, it's supposedly it's their team. Heavy. They don't they don't care. They just I mean, you get when you're not in the big bowl games, you just you don't care anymore. Getting all their players are sitting out. It's just it's stupid. And why even go like? Well, I've heard some people say the Florida State should just boycott the game against Georgia. I wouldn't blame them. I think that'd be funny if they did. <laughs> it but, would be very funny. But I also saw somebody said that, you know, Florida State, should, Florida State should go play Georgia, beat them, and then hang a banner and says that they're the 2023 national champs. It wouldn't be the first time that's happened, if I remember it. Uh, well, UCF did that, actually, like five UCF, years ago. UCF, that's right. So, and, and in all honesty, I don't know if they actually hunt a banner, but um, I think it was the year USC and Texas played each other for the Natty, and Auburn was also undefeated. Um, the year they had Cadillac Williams and uh, Ronnie Brown. Oh, Ronnie Brown. Like, they, nice. they won their bowl game and finished undefeated, and I don't know if they counted themselves as national champs that year. Okay. But, but now, granted, USC and Texas were 1A and 1B that whole year. Yes, they were, and I, that was a game that you knew was going to happen. I mean, Texas was in that same bowl the year, but it wasn't a um, 
it wasn't the national championship that year yeah. before, but they were in that same bowl last year, the year before, and didn't didn't they beat Michigan? If I remember yeah. it. Okay. Hey, they might get a chance to do that again, or they might get a chance to lose to Alabama in the national championship again. But <laughs> oh, I mean, boy. I Alabama, I it's Nick Saban and in his prime. I mean, in in championship football he knows how to get his team ready for anything so i would not be shocked if they win at all well and i find it funny um david pollock who went to georgia and used to work for espn last year with nick saban sitting right by him made the comment of uh this is now georgia's like comp they're they're the new like alabama basically and uh it's like no no just you poke the bear don't yeah that's a that's a bad move i don't like nick saban but i probably wouldn't say that if i'm Right next right to Yeah. I mean, I don't like the guy either, but he is arguably the greatest college football coach of all time. I don't know if it's an argument. Like, Yeah. I mean, you could either say him or probably Bear Bryant, who's also an Alabama head coach, but that's – but I still think it's it's saving at this point, especially in this era that we're in now. This, this era by far, in a way. I mean, and he was – he's done it at multiple schools. Yeah. It's uh, – Again, kind of he's, a prick, but he's a just, great coach. The weird thing is, I've heard if you get him out of his shell a little bit, he's actually pretty, he actually is pretty cool. Kind of like a Bill Belichick type of thing, like yeah. Because I've seen him on a couple, the uh, um, you know, like last year when Bama wasn't even in the playoff, he was on a lot of ESPN studio stuff, and he actually he's not bad. He's not too bad. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I did you see uh Tua was trying to compare McDaniel and uh, oh, Nick yeah. Saban. And like the only comparison, he's like, well, they're both football coaches. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Even Eli were trying to get him to say something, but yeah, they're, um, yeah, there's not much alike with those two. No, nothing at all. Oh, um, I, I think I'd like to, I'd like to have a dinner with each of them separately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause well, if you I, have them together though, I mean, Saban probably won't say two words anyway, so you can just listen to McDaniel talk, and then Saban will probably just, whatever coming out of McDaniel's mouth, Saban's going to think, okay, how in the heck can I stop all this? <laughs> like, actually on the field. He, um, that would be a cool matchup, two football yeah. teams. Cody, before I forget to, um, do you want to give another shout-out to my cousin Clayton and his Troy football team? Um, they won their Sunbelt Conference Championship game, demolishing Appalachian State over the weekend. Who who beat them last year on a Hail Mary, if I remember right. You are correct, and I still... Were you at that game? No, no, I was not at that game. Okay. No, but I, some, no, but I, I, some of the family was, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah some of the family was. Um, I still can't believe that that happened. But, yeah, they. Uh, I think they ended up winning like 49-23. to 23. Um, Kamani Vidal, their running back, had five touchdowns. Holy cow. I yeah, there's a did re- see Clayton have... Two holding calls at least. Yeah, that was kind of out of character for him. It was strange. That was weird. Was, dude, but the dude balled out this year. Yeah, he did. I mean, caught a couple touchdowns first two of his uh, career, so he has that at least one up on his brother for now. Going into their bowl game, um, but yeah, I just want I want to give a quick shout out to them before. Um, and also, I forgot to, get to say this last week. Shout out to Garrett, his brother as well. Um, Garrett made second team All Missouri Valley. Uh, conference oh. for uh, linebacker on defense. So I, I did see uh, the highlight play of like it, our, our 
a highlight reel of his where he was just a couple sacks because he had one game what three sacks yep where he yep. counted them yeah know? that was oh that was cold it was awesome that but was, it was that was pretty sweet that was pretty baller yeah oh it's been it's been so fun getting to watch those guys play i know we've talked about this before but it's just it's just a proud cousin moment like big cousin moment here I um I am unrelated to them, so it's I I mean it's just cool to see people that I people I know are related to, or people that I'm related to are related to. Yeah. Hey, I, <laughs> I like, like you throwing in the uh, podcast name there. That was that, I'm proud of you. Keep it in there, it's smooth. Um, is there anything else, Kyle Troy's you want to hit up? No, but you know what I do want to ask you is what did you do this last weekend? Because oh. I think I started going on a tangent. Without asking you, no. See, I that no, that's my bad because I I got going about I can't remember what night I got going about it. Was some after your about your weekend and stuff, and then I that led me on to a tangent. I think about Iowa and the transfer portal. Um, but no, my weekend was good. Um, for hopefully my voice doesn't sound too hoarse tonight. I'm still I'm, you know bad a little cold, so nothing nothing major. Maybe this cold like did you? Yeah, I don't. I shouldn't even ask. But did you ever watch Friends? Yeah, I, I love okay. friends. When Phoebe had the had the um had the cold and she had the sexy voice, maybe that's what's going on with you. Maybe you're you'll want to keep this cold, and women are going to be flocking to you because of your voice from this episode. Well, if that happens, I'll let you know. I think the odds of that happening are slim and none, and Slim's already left town. But um, hey, speaking of friends, I know this happened a few weeks ago, but R.I.P. to Matthew Perry, who played Chandler. Yeah, that um, was. That was devastating, really. Yeah. Well, because then, I mean, I was watching Friends on TV later that night, and you're just watching, and it's like, oh my gosh, that guy's, he's dead. He's gone. Right. And I, I he is such an iconic character and iconic yeah. show, and he actually, like, one of my favorite movies he was in, he's multiple of my favorite movies, honestly, but, like, both the main characters of one movie that I absolutely love that nobody has watched is almost heroes with uh matthew perry and chris farley both r.i.p they're racing lewis and clark uh to to the pacific and it was it was such a funny movie low it didn't have high ratings but i absolutely loved it me and my me and my boy uh used to talk quote it all the time to each other uh, but see, that's when you know he starts listening good. to this soon. Yeah. But see, that's when you know it's a good movie, or at least in your mind, it's a good movie when you can just quote everything. Yeah. And then the other movie with with him in it that's fantastic are the whole nine and the whole ten yards. Those are okay. both great movies with Bruce Willis. Okay. Obviously, I haven't watched any of those, but that should surprise you. Wouldn't have expected you to. <laughs> they weren't on Disney or ESPN. Ha 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 ha! ha. Truthful, but ha. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, but did, oh, good. I was watching um, Daniel Tosh's new podcast, which he has less episodes than we will by the time this one airs. So really? We're ahead of, yes, because it started the week after we started this. And he was listening Tosh. to some, he was listening to some like viewer comments and stuff. And they were talking about they want less editing in his episodes and like dead air is an okay thing. And yeah. so I was just thinking about that and how perfect our podcast is because 
we do not do a lot of editing and um or i i've done none you've done very little i've done slim to none and i mean it's just it flows naturally that's all this is about i know but that's what i've like in other podcasts that i've listened to that's what i've heard is that some of the better ones are actually just ones that just flow they have no like script really it's just we're just gonna talk and see how long it goes for see how dumb we can look we're we're doing pretty good i think I mean, we look dumb naturally anyway, but... <clears throat> We're working to our talents. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, Cody, it was just kind of a nice, relaxing weekend of doing a whole lot of nothing, except for, um, well, screw it. Let's get into it now. You want to talk about football? I thought you'd never ask. Well, well... We can, well. We can go with... Let's go with the episode that we were talking about, uh, the name of the episode that we were talking about, not too bad for a couple of busts. Not too bad for a couple of busts. Okay, we can go with that. I was going to go with the love story. It's a love story, but we'll go. We'll go. We'll, we'll go with your title. I like um, it. <clears throat> um, with both of our guy, our our quarterbacks out of the same draft <clears throat> have been balling. Tua's had a couple off weeks, but he he uh, did not have an off week this week. No, no. The Washington's defense is not good, but yeah, he. Don't don't Him care. He off Washington's defense. They have a they have a connection, and um, knowing this, we're airing or recording this podcast as the Hard Knocks is airing. Well, I was reading some tweets while we were getting ready, and they were talking about um, people were kind of dismissing, like, okay, Tua just threw the ball up and. Um, Tyreek went and got it, like dismissing his throws. Where in actuality, Tyreek in the episodes of Hard Knocks, and he's already came out and said it outside of that. Tyreek ran the wrong route, and Tua led him to the perfect spot, like both times on his deep bombs. Like, do you think there's a chance Tua could be end up becoming like the left-handed version of Drew Brees? In all honesty. That is the comparison that I've seen of him from the get-go because Drew Brees did not have a huge arm, mm. but he was one of the best deep ball throwers of all time Yeah, because of his brains and his anticipation. And um, Tua has that, and Tua's ability to read the defense and read the field quickly and diagnose everything is phenomenal. Which, and I wonder, with how fast Miami's team is, I think that works out perfect for Tua, because you, yes. you I mean, for how quick those guys are, you have to be able to process everything quick, because those guys are going to be in that spot like that. Well, you have to look at some of the some of the breakdowns and stuff I've seen of the film. Where Tua is throwing the ball and where Tyreek is, is co- crazy. Like, Tyreek hasn't even started his route, or hasn't even, like, got past his, you know, defender, and it's in a perfect spot. Like, just right in the breadbasket. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, I was telling you, though, I'm officially on board of my brother Ashen's train that he's been driving for most of the year, that uh, Tyreek should be the MVP right now. He really should. He won't because it's a quarterback award, but he should. He should be definitely up in that conversation. But my thought, I still think, uh, I'm still with Tua on it, um... I don't think he's the he's obviously not the favorite anymore. He's still in the top three or four, I think, in it. But um, yeah. 
the thing I think about is everybody keeps asking who who would you rather face the Dolphins without Tyreek or Tua? Well, the Dolphins, Tua has played without Tyreek before and put up good numbers. Mm-hmm. Last year, they keep saying that anybody could throw to Tyreek. Well, we had Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater throwing to Tyreek last year, and it didn't go very well. Hey, hey, here's the good news, though. You have Mike freaking White now. That's, that's your that is true. So, I mean, if Tua goes down, you hope it's not all lost. And Tua has been benched three times this year. Man, the guy's sad because he was can't win up so much in the fourth. Uh, like uh, he could be stat padding right now, but whatever. It'd be kind of cool to see. You tell me, quarterbacks do that, or teams have teams do that? No, never. I mean, like never. San Francisco trying to get McCaffrey to keep his touchdown streak alive when they were up by like a bajillion points against Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. That's so. Things like that are so stupid to do because that's that's asking for your players to get hurt. Yep. Like that's exactly when it always happens. Even on my Madden, when I do it. That's when my players get hurt. Yep, nope, same here. Because then you start running the up-tempo offense, and it's like, uh-oh. Uh, Whoops. Yeah. Well, um, let's talk about your quarterback. Oh, oh, Jordan Love. I, I was told he was a bust, much like your quarterback. Except mine has been worse. I know, in all honesty, Love, Love, Love has gotten crucified, basically, since um, the word go. Um, But... Jordan Love, for the second time that he has played Patrick Mahomes, he has outdueled Patrick Mahomes. You can look up the stats from the first time that they met in 2021, I believe. That's when Aaron Rodgers had COVID, so Love had to step in. But each week, Love has gradually shown improvement. Every, or for probably the last, like, month. It's just every time you think it's his best performance, he goes up another level. And that's what you want to keep seeing out of a guy if you're trying to see if he's going to be your franchise quarterback, which, yeah. at least for over the last month, Packers have shown, or he's shown the Packers that. He has definitely. He is, he is, I've never been a hater on him. I've not been, I've not loved love, but I've never disliked him. I'm disappointed in you. Um, I've always been like, you know, he, he's going to be a good quarterback, not great. Dude, mm-hmm. He could be a great one. That throw that he made to Christian Watson in the back of the end zone where he looped it just on top of the defender with a hand in it, with basically a couple hands almost in his face, that was like chef's kiss. It really that was. That was beautiful. Like, I don't know, it's just every week you kind of see that the, like the hopping that he used to, that he did earlier in the year, especially when they were kind of going on their losing streak during his dropback, that's kind of yeah, um, minimalized a little bit. He's calmed down in the pocket and his footwork has gotten way better. It's like Which, he's not overthinking stuff anymore. Because, like, the game that he played against Philly last year where he came in for Rodgers after Rodgers, I think he played, hurt his oblique or his ribs, one of the two. Um, but he came in for Rodgers, and he almost let the comeback at Philly on a Sunday night, and he just let it rip that night. Like, there was no there was no overthinking. It was just, we're just going to play ball. And he did that for the, for the first about couple weeks of this year, the Chicago game the early part of the Atlanta game, then the second half of the New Orleans game. And then after that, it kind of took a nosedive for a bit. Yeah, well, then there was, a, there was a few weeks that he didn't look great. Yeah. Well, but then even in the loss to Pittsburgh, which was their last loss before uh, they started their recent win streak, it's like, okay, this, that was it. He actually played a good game. He threw two picks. One was right at the very end. So that part didn't matter. 
and another one was a heck of a play by Patrick Peterson. But it's like, okay, we're starting to maybe build get a few building blocks here. In the last couple weeks, it's like we've taken big block, yeah. big leaps here. Giant, one small step for man, one giant leap for Packer Nation. Yeah. Um, now, the big story from the game, well, there's a couple big stories here. Um, one is that Travis Kelsey did not ball out with Taylor Swift in attendance. First time, I think. Yeah, that's like, yeah, the first time the Taylor's watched his, watched her team lose. That sucks. Fair, oh, well, um, the other big story <laughs> is uh, the officiating. So the big call that's getting, you know, all this hoopla about it is the missed pass interference on Carrington Valentine on Marquez Valdez-Scanling with about 40 seconds left in the game. Which, which legit, legitimate oh, gripe. Oh, yeah, it was, I mean, Valentine was over him. Yeah, it, 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 it was it was, it was bad. But one hundred percent, that was a that was a makeup call. Like they yep. say, they don't do that, but they did they it. Do. Like, they do because about twenty seconds earlier, um, Jonathan Owens, who is married to uh, the probably the greatest Olympic athlete of all time, and Simone Biles. I would oh, say. That his, okay. Yep. Yeah. But I, he comes. Okay, he's seeking. Let oh, me what? go back to that in a second. You know, you continue, okay. but okay. But Patrick Mahomes scrambles. And is trying to run out of bounds. Kind of run out of bounds. Owens comes like heat-seeking missile and drills Mahomes still in bounds. Like shoulder to shoulder. It was perfectly clean, clean a perfect football hit. And the refs throw a flag. A 15-yard penalty for unnecessary roughness. Like, was, he, it was a legit, like there's, he hit him in bounds. Like, <clears throat> and Mahomes is known for trying to get those extra inches. Like he's, yep. it, you watch the game film at all. He always takes, tries to get an extra yard, extra two, which you can't blame him. That's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. But you can't, you can't expect not to get hit. Well, and I saw something today that Matt LaFleur, the Packers head coach, was saying he saw something where Jordan Love actually kind of did the same thing against New Orleans earlier in the year, where it looked like he was going to run out of bounds and the defender kind of let up and then he kept going upfield. So he, he, he used that as teaching tape to the defenders on, on the Packers that, hey, if the quarterback's still in bounds, decapitate him, basically. Right. Which because you do. Yeah. But so, how many free shots do you get at Patrick Mahomes anyway? Um, if you're lucky, one. Which you're is probably a flag one. for it. Yeah, it's going to end up in a flag anyway. Which, I mean, I will say as a quarterback, you're, I mean, you, you get hit enough where you're, you have the right to ask for flags. I mean, you honestly do. Because you know they're going to throw it. Yeah. And I mean, Tom Brady, up, Tom Brady made a career out of it. Tom Brady made a career out of it. Uh, Tom Brady got, he got rules changed for him. So has Josh Allen. So has, so did Aaron Rodgers. Like yeah. they, they complain enough that rules get changed to benefit them. Now, Josh Allen's one that I think he's actually done really worse since some of the rules have changed in his favor, but that's yep. beyond the point. Um, So then we have that call and then, I think it's like two plays later. Either it might have actually been the play right after the uh, the missed pass interference. Is I can't remember. No, it wasn't Marquez. Uh, who that was? Was Sky Moore? Or maybe it was Marquez. Got tackled inbounds and got shoved backward out of bounds. Yeah. So by rule, that means that his forward progress was stopped and the clock should keep running. So he did not get out of bounds. Well, and the line judge said, nah, nope, he got out of bounds on his own, so he stopped the clock. So In, in no way, have... shape, or form was that, because either he was trying to get out of bounds, but that does not mean he did. And 
if he did, it was going backwards. So either way, the clock keep the clock keeps running, and it didn't. And this was like with under twenty five seconds left, maybe twenty seconds left. So, I mean, that could have been a that could have been the game changer, basically. Yeah. But lucky enough, Packers maybe committed a PI on the pass interference as well, or on the hail mary as well, which everybody does no, anyway. I, me, I think we and you have talked about this many times. I do not agree with calling a pass interference on a hail mary because it sets a precedent that they just they can't do because ev- otherwise. There's a pass interference on every Hail Mary you've ever seen. It has to be very egregious for it to be called. I don't know. How many have you ever seen called? One? Two? I've seen one. No, I've seen two. I've seen two. One was a defensive pass interference between the Lions and the Browns, the Matt Stafford game where he like, broke his collarbone. The, gr- the greatest shitty team game of all time. Exactly. And then the other one was um, Jimmy Graham actually got called for an offensive pass interference when he was on the Saints. He caught a Hail Mary. Well, he's out of sense now. Yeah, back in his original tenure, when he didn't totally suck. Um, but he got away, or he got called for offensive pass interference for, a, I think this one was a pretty blatant two-handed shove, like in okay. the bat, like, to create separation for himself. And uh, I don't know if it would have won the game or if it would have put the game into overtime. But, yeah, so that ended the game. Now, I have seen also a very egregious one not get called. Cough, cough, Golden Tate in the fail Mary. But <laughs> I'm still not bitter about that at all. But yeah, normally, but normally I, they let. I, I I agree with you that that was an egregious one, and that. But at the same time, I I don't like a pass interference call on the on a hail mary. Yeah, because it's, it's an ugly play, and as it is. But you know what, Packers somehow I was just hoping they were going to win one of two against either Detroit or Kansas City, just to at least get themselves in the playoff conversation. Two and zero, and by golly, they won both of them, and now we're. I don't want to say in the driver's seat, but we're sitting really freaking good for a chance to make the playoffs. You, I don't know, you you don't quite control your own destiny, but it's pretty close. Yeah. Well, and so I one mean, of the games I guess, held. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If you go, if you win out, you do control your own. I think you're definitely yep. in the playoffs. So I think I think if they win four or five, they're basically guaranteed to get in. Okay. As long as as long as we don't lose to Minnesota, I think that's the one game we can't lose to. Well, I think you can't afford to lose to Minnesota. Just as a as a Packer fan in general, and working around all these Vikings fans that you do, I think it would be very up. bad for your character. They are all very civil fans. What What are you talking about? It's like yes, it's like Niner and Eagles fans. They're all very civil people. one hundred percent. All all right, level headed, intelligent people. Just like Cowboys fans as well. Um, so speaking of the Cowboys, that Cowboys Seahawks game is probably the best Thursday night game we have seen in holy sure cow, ever. I don't know. I, I can't think of many, many Thursday night games that I've enjoyed watching. Stupidly enough, I continue watching every single one of them. Yeah. But now one of the factors why the game might've been so good is because, you know, both teams were on seven days rest, a full week's worth of rest. It's very important um, when teams don't get a full week of a full buy or a full week's rest. It's just not good football ever. No, with the exception of maybe Thursday or uh, Thanksgiving games. Yeah, 
Well, I think just because that's always known, like, and I don't know, you get, you kind of get up a little bit more for the Thanksgiving Day games because you know it's going to be a special game because it's like it's, nationally broadcast. It's a primetime game, which I guess technically every Thursday night now is, but yeah. it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, which not everybody gets well, and everything. El, el, elderly people. I, I had to go and last, I think I got home from uh, New Hampshire on Thursday and on my way home. I stopped at my dad's house and turned the game on for him so that he could watch it. So nice. Yeah, yeah, we're in, we're in that streaming era now where it's uh, stuff's gonna be fun. Stuff's gonna be it's very getting enjoyable. ridiculous. Yeah, I just I I personally don't know if that will actually last, but that's another topic for another day. But uh, that's uh that would be a good segue for us to have like a a streaming site that sponsored us put in right here. Yeah, but nobody's given us any money yet. No, not granted we haven't really done a good job of putting our name out there, but we'll get there eventually. One we'll, of these days. We're 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 doing fine. Yeah, we're we're hey we're on episode what five six something like that. I, I don't even know this where we're. I think five. We're, yeah, so we're on the up and up. We we made it further than many other podcasts make it. Exactly. Um, so one of the other games you know that I was just talking about was that Niners Eagles game. Holy mother mercy. Um, yeah, the, the Niners are beat, like, hands down right now. They are the best team in the NFL while healthy. Yes. Because, um, yeah, Brock Purdy is currently the MVP favorite, even though we personally don't think that he should be the MVP. No, I, I don't. I, I'm not taking anything against him. I think he's been doing a f- way better job. Because the 49ers have tried to blow their team up at every opportunity by taking bad picks or making, but somehow they have a lucky horseshoe shoved up, you know, where, and they have had, don't give me, it's not all been like bad calls, but like signing up or trading for uh chase young was a brilliant move. Yep. And paying Nick Bosa also fantastic. I mean, they've taken some really good players, but like, they traded up to get Trey Lance and then they traded him away. Like he was supposed to be their future. Yep. After, and they had Jimmy Garoppolo, like they were paying him a lot of money at the same time. Which was a mistake to start yes. off with. So two quarterbacks, they swung and missed on and they get Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant coming in yeah. and saving the day. And Gosh, just, he was a quarterback developed in Iowa State. Yeah, for the for the clowns, right? But I'm just saying, like, where 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 did he go to high school? Oh, I think he's initially from Arizona, I believe. Okay. Oh, that was his that was his uh, girlfriend's or fiance's house yeah. that he went and was yep. farming at. Yeah. Interesting. But. But yeah, I, I know I know I know what point you're trying to prove right there. Don't worry, I, I got you. <laughs> yeah, now his brother is like the quarterback for Nebraska or one of the quarterbacks for Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska's gonna be stupid good next year, and it's not gonna make me happy. No, because Matt Rule always does well, really well in year two. Um, not in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, that on that, yeah. Um, let's see. Lions had a quite a statement win at a uh, at New Orleans. Well, they tried to blow it. They tried they to pull it off. 
The Lions tried to line, but they they did they did look very good, especially early in that game. Um, they're, up, they're up like twenty-one to nothing five minutes into that game. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. And then um, I honestly think that the Saints are better off with Taysom Hill as their quarterback, but that's just me. Or or uh, Crab Leg himself, Jameis Winston. Give me famous Jameis all day long. It, it's just the NFL is better with famous Jameis. He's one of one of like eight players in NFL history to throw for five thousand yards in a season. He also didn't he have like a thirty thirty season, like a thirty touchdown, thirty picks. That's why they make thirty for thirty films. Exactly. And the thirty oh, should the 30th be pick, doing one on him. And the thirtieth pick was a pick six. Like <clears throat> it's like you, you can't, can't write this stuff. No, you can't. You know that they say the NFL is scripted, which, wink, wink, it's not. It is not. But, Cody, have you seen the script for uh, Week 18 this year? Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be fantastic. I don't know. people. Fuffalo. <laughs> well, Let's we're going to continue to own the Bears that week. but <laughs> Jordan Love's going to just sign another contract of how he owns the Bears now? Yeah, they need to sign. And speaking of contracts, though, yeah, they need to sign that boy quick. Like, very quick. Kind of same thing with Miami and Tua. Yeah, that, those boys are going to be worth a lot of money soon. Very much so. Um, I think um, their stock's going up while Herbert's is going down. Even with this last dominant win. Yeah, I mean, they, they won a whopping 6 to nothing against the Patriots, who played Bailey Zappi at quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> did, did uh, Mac play at all? No. No, they really need to just bench both of them and put a Malik Cunningham and see what happens. Cunningham can at least run and can be exciting. So, give them something to look forward to or test out because they know they don't have anything in either of those quarterbacks. Do you think Belichick was doing some scouting of what of his roster for next year when he's the head coach of the Chargers? I hate I hate you for saying that because <laughs> um that that would probably scare me. Yeah, well, because I mean if. Bill Belichick, we, we are, Andy and I are both in the belief that he is not going to be New England's quarterback or quarterback coach after this season, <clears throat> but he is not going to be done, and somebody's going to sign him, and I have a bad feeling that it's going to be a team that doesn't have any fans, the Chargers. Yeah, I can attest to that because I didn't see a lot of Chargers fans at Lambeau, but they have a um, very good offense sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and Belichick can... I hate you. Uh, and they have a um, very manageable defense. It could be good. I don't know. It's the highest paid defense in the NFL. There's a lot of talent on that defense. Like, you know Cleo Mack leads the league in sacks? Oh, really? Yeah. I thought I, and, I mean they they have Cleo Mack and Joey Joey Bosa. I mean Yeah. That's and then got, it's nuts. And then you got Derwin James on the back end. Yep. Um Kenneth Murray, I believe they're inside linebacker. It's yeah. It's nuts. They have a very, very solid defense, but they uh but, yeah. have yeah. What, what's team. their biggest problem? Yeah, their head coaching. He's awful. Yeah. And well and I don't know, I just 
we all keep hearing about Herbert has this wow factor. But don't get me wrong, I saw it in person against the Packers defense. He looked freaking awesome that game. It's just, but there's also times where, like, I, I know you can only do so much with the talent you have. They have a mother load of talent on that team. They, like, you they, should be able to score more than six points against New England. They have, he has some, like, wow moments, but he also has some wow moments. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Cody, speaking of wow, yeah, uh, Khalil Mack has 15 sacks on the year. Holy crap. Yeah, he's one ahead of TJ Watt, who has 14, and then Daniil Hunter has uh, 13 and a half. That is insane. That is a fantastic season. Yeah, I think he's just trying to get paid somewhere else now. Kind of like what he didn't try. Hitting double digits in sacks is very difficult to do. Yeah. And today, especially with when you have left and right tackles making six bajillion dollars a year <laughs> just to stop these players from demolishing their quarterbacks. Yep. To be able to get fifteen sacks in a season, which there's still five games left in, mm-hmm. is insane. Which I mean he's averaging over a sack a game. Yeah, that's that's he's looking at maybe over 20 sacks this year, which what what is the record in a season? 22, 22 and a half by Michael Strahan, Michael Strahan. Yep. Well, gap to himself. One factor, uh, the game ceiling or the record ceiling sack. And I'll put sack in air quotes here was on Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Brett kind of just gave himself up on that play just so he didn't get totally killed. Um, Probably smart. Yeah, because he, he had a little concussion issue, just a, just a smidge. Uh, but, uh, but I did love Brett Favre. Not as much as John Madden, but I loved Brett Favre. Let's um, see. So, another kind of... I'll probably know what the biggest shocker of the weekend was uh, Arizona going into Pittsburgh and just mauling Pittsburgh. Yeah, that was not expected. Especially, like... The Steelers haven't been great, but... They've not been bad. I mean, they're, they're, what are they, seven and five? Like seven yeah. wins? Seven and five? Yeah. yeah, I think so. But they like, I mean, they just fired Matt Canada, come off against a their, their pretty offense good actually looked yeah. good for the first time in, well, since they've had Canada. Yeah. And yeah, and I don't I don't know what happened. Kenny Pickett got hurt, I know. But even before that happened, they were, they were bad. They were just really yeah, they bad. Were, they weren't doing very good at all. Which, I mean, Mike Tomlin is a fantastic head coach and uh, de- deserves way more recognition than he ever gets. But Yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes they just have those random slip-up games, too. It's weird. I kind of, like, yeah, I don't, I don't I don't know. It's just weird. Um, And unfortunately, Cody, did, did you watch any of the Jets-Falcons game? No. You lucky son of a gun. For some odd reason, I watched that game, and I wish I... Well, your dad is a Jets fan, so you have some kind of like a masochism thing going on in that household. That is true, and for some reason, I just wanted again. I don't, I don't know. I just want to force myself some pain. I really don't know why. It, it that was Tim Boyle's bad. I watched Tim Boyle as a folk hero in Green Bay. Well, he bad. Let's talk about that. Like, there's <laughs> multiple reports now. Robert Sala has said that they're not true because he wouldn't have them, but that Zach Wilson is not wanting the starting job back because why would you? Yeah, and I don't I don't blame him. I mean I don't either. You get thrown into the fire, then you get benched, and then because the other quarterbacks that you have on the roster suck, they're basically saying, Hey, it's kinda like the equivalent of saying, Hey, we're short staffed, would you be able to come in tonight? And it's like, ah, 
Yeah, nah. sorry. That, that, nah, that sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good luck with that. Yeah. But, and I, I mean, for like he's, he's another guy I feel bad for. Like, he's trying. He's he's done everything yep. that's been asked of me. He He's put in the extra work. He's put in... He's just not good enough. No. I mean, I think he could be a serviceable backup, in all honesty, if put given in the right situation. He's better um, than, like, Nathan Peterman. Oh, good old pick six, Peterman. But it... And it's one of those two where, if you're him, you know you're going to be on a different team more than likely next year. Why risk getting hurt? Especially behind right. that hall. That atrocious and offense. Do you, do you really want to be the headlines in New York anymore? No, I wouldn't. And I mean, he's actually, all things considered, compared to last year where he basically said it wasn't my fault when they sucked, this year he's taken, I don't know if it's, he's learned a lot more from Aaron Rodgers this year um, from just getting to talk with him and stuff, but it seems like he's taken out more responsibility, which is good. That's what you want to yeah. see. It's called growth. And maybe, I would have loved, I mean, I wouldn't have, I guess, but I would have loved to see what happened with him if he'd have had a full year sitting behind Aaron Rodgers or two years, because mm-hmm. then he he might have had a chance. Which I'm I, glad I, he doesn't because I hate the Jets. But yeah, I, I think he would have been a little bit better for it. In all honesty, I mean, there was a little, there was a short time this year at right when he came in that he looked, oh my God, is he is he growing? But then the team was well, just awful. Like that game against Kansas City was probably the best game that he's played all year. Yeah. And Kansas City's defense is good. I mean, it just is. Yeah, they are. Um, they especially with, when they have Chris Jones in there, they're very good. Yeah, but now I mean, the way how the other teams are tanking, the Jets are going to be lucky if they get one of the top four quarterbacks. If they need like to fill behind Aaron Rodgers, who still might or might not be even Minnesota. Next year. Yeah, because that'll be Minnesota next year. Um. Well, and, and, you know, at least the Jets have their second-round pick. This, oh, wait, they don't. Um, the they Packers have the Jets' second-round pick. Um, so, Cody, I think the only other games that we really haven't touched on are kind of the ones involving the um, AFC South. I mean, we did touch on the Jacksonville-Cincinnati uh, yeah. game in a little bit. So the, but the Colts and Titans. Overtime thriller. What a weird and wacky game. Well, well yeah, there was a pick two Yep. in that game, um, yep. which is – Always fun to see. Uh, you know who had that pick two? No. Amani Hooker from Iowa. Did he really? I didn't see that. Yes, he did. Yep, we had that. And then we had a missed extra point by the Titans. Um, their punter got hurt, which meant that Nick Folk had to punt. He actually didn't do a bad job. And then it meant Ryan Tannehill had to become the holder, which we really don't see that a lot from backup quarterbacks anymore. Um, I will say, I don't know if you know this, this is uh, kind of a fun fact, but Ryan Tannehill actually played uh, wide receiver in college. Uh, that actually surprised me, I did not know that. Um, oh wait, no, no, you definitely did, because that has been a stat that has been forced down our throats since 2012. Kind of like, um, did you know that Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard? You're kidding me. I know, <laughs> I know. It's breaking news. breaking news on the pod here. Breaking news on the pod. <laughs> yeah, for all those who don't know, that is like the longest running joke in the NFL. Not that he, because he actually did go to Harvard, but everybody just always seems to make a joke about it. Yeah, and Tannehill was the, he, he went to Texas A&M as a starting quarter, to be a starting quarterback, 
lost out on the job, and he, uh, instead of transferring away, he made the best of it and um, became a wide receiver. And he was actually a decent wide receiver for them. Mm-hmm. And then when that quarterback left, or he earned the he earned the starting spot and had a very good senior season, or not senior junior season. And then he decided to leave college because he was probably going to lose his spot to Johnny Football. That's what I was going to say, wasn't he? Yeah, he was right before Johnny Manziel. So. Yep. Yeah, they he left the school uh, after his junior year. He joined the draft because of Johnny Football coming along, and you're not beating Johnny Football out. I mean, he was one of the the greatest shows that you've ever seen in college football. It was fun to watch. Oh, oh, I loved Money Manziel. I really did. I still think he, given in the right situation, he might have had a chance to succeed in the NFL. He just went to Cleveland, and that's where everybody went to yeah. die. There's many quarterbacks that I've said that about. I think Colt McCoy would have succeeded had he not gone to Cleveland. I still think of Antoine Randolph. If Antoine Randolph still wanted to play quarterback, except if he was in this era, I think he would he would have shredded some records. Maybe not yes. records, but... He would have been a very, that, very good quarterback. But, um... So, Cody, the last game. Oh, good, good. You know, I think we're going to the same place. Broncos country. Let's die. Again. Oh, Russ, Russ, Russ. We were singing you praises last week. Honestly, we were kind of like, you know, maybe you don't suck as bad as you have. And then, yeah, then he sucked again. He was terrible. No, he threw two... I mean, one pick that he threw to Derek Stanley Jr., one of the two that he threw um, to Stanley. Stanley made a heck of a play on the ball. Like, he, he kind of baited Russ into, into that throw. Um, and then even the last interception that Russ had right at the end zone, or at the end of the game in the end zone, there's 10 seconds left. It's third down. Just throw it out of the back of the end zone. Live to fight one more down. You don't need to throw a quote-unquote Hail Mary at that point. He's been known to make some bad decisions before. Yeah. Um yeah, they probably should have ran that ball. Just just hand it to Marshawn. It's not like they had a good wide receiver or running back at the time. Yeah. He's yeah. Oh, good old good old Marshawn. Everybody loves Marshawn. Um but you know what everybody's really loving right now? CJ Stroud. Yeah. The, the rookie for the Texans. That kid continues to ball out. And the he only bad part made he has made the Panthers look very bad. Yes. The only bad the part Panthers missed out on him. Yeah. The only bad part, though, is that uh, the Texans did lose their rookie wide receiver, Tank Dell. He's been put on a sh- show this year. Yeah, he, he – if it wasn't for just C.J. Stroud, I'd say he would have been the offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. – and, again, just got hurt on run blocking by the end zone, which I think is what he's – he's done that multiple times throughout the year. <laughs> I love seeing a wide receiver blocking, too. Well, I do, too. I mean, it's what made Alan Lazard all that money in Green Bay is that – he voluntarily blocked, and it's what you love to see out of wideouts. Like, you don't want to just see the prima donnas that are just going to eh, maybe just give you one little hand or whatever. But uh, Who was that for the Steelers? Was that last weekend? That, like, oh, Deontay Johnson. Yes. Did absolutely did nothing to try to get the ball. No. Well, and then, heck, that dude, he did a touchdown celebration when they were down three scores in the fourth quarter. He did. <laughs> Over the weekend. I- I hate seeing that. Yeah, that's just, that's why, yeah, he's not going to be on the team next year. 
Um, I guess there is a couple other games, at least. Did we talk about the Panthers and the Bucks game at all? We haven't, but... <coughs> There's not a lot to talk about. No. I'm partly dying right now, but... Um, uh, yeah. You know what? There was one thing. Mike Evans went over 1,000 yards for the 10th season in a row. Yeah. He's not talked about. He has been in the league for 10 seasons, and he has gone over 1,000 yards for 10 years in a row. Now, to put See, that in I think, wasn't Calvin Johnson only in the league for 10 years? That sounds about right. And he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And, I mean, what do you think of Evans? He didn't do that. He, I mean, Evans isn't probably a top three wide receiver. I don't think he ever really has been. But I think he's consistently he's been five or six. Yeah, he's he's definitely always been a top ten. And he just, regardless of who's that quarterback, whether it be Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield, Jameis, you name it. He's, he's been very consistent. And he's He's been a – he should be talked about a lot more than he is. And, like, he's he's a prototypical – like, he, he's one of the guys that, you know, me and you have talked about what would you look for in, as a number one. He's what I'm looking for as a number one receiver. He's a big body. He's fast. He runs good routes. I mean, he's not the fastest guy, but he's, he's not slow. <coughs> Sorry, Cody. I'm just going to throw. Oh, you're good. <coughs> okay, I think we're good. That's why you shouldn't yeah. smoke, folks. Yeah, Andy yeah. Has never smoked a cigarette in his life. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, it's just it, it shows why. I mean, Evans made actually he did kind of help make Johnny Manziel who he was because he did made a lot of the crazy catches when Manziel would just run around at college. Texas I kind of forgot about that he went to A and M. Yeah, but yeah, no. Oh my gosh, the dude, the dude's been he's been the almost model of consistency for the fact of he's going to give you probably about twelve good games throughout the year, and he's probably going to get hurt hurt his hamstring for about the other four. I mean, it just the fact fact. that he's still gotten a thousand yards every year. Yeah, it's nuts with missing games. Um, I guess there's another game I want to talk about is uh, Matthew Stafford through some beautiful passes this last week. Oh my gosh, the big touchdown that he had at the Puka and Akua. Like he just threw it on a rope and Yeah, there they're gonna they're gonna make nowhere else he can play put that ball. Yeah, they're, yeah, what they're are they, six and six now? Yeah, they're in the four way tie for between the Packers, Vikings, Seahawks, and Rams. Um, okay. Yeah, I think they're gonna end up making the playoffs over Minnesota. I think they're playing some decent ball. Kind of sneakily. Yeah. Well, and I mean, Stafford's kind of looking like almost Super Bowl run Stafford a little bit. Um, They're kind of getting a little bit of a running game. Aaron Donald is, well, he's Aaron Donald on defense. And now they got Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. He got two solid receiving targets. Yeah. Kind of like when they had Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. They're, uh, they could be scary. Yeah. And then um, Joe Flacco. Kind of needed you to beat the Rams, though, this weekend. Thank you for not being elite. I appreciate that. <laughs> He's not. Um, Don't worry. No, no. He never was, honestly. No, he wasn't. Except when he had to play the Patriots in the playoffs. That was the only time when he was. It was weird. And actually, against um, Peyton Manning to go to the Super Bowl that time, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, again, Flacco is probably one of the 
greatest postseason quarterbacks of all time. Just always sucked during the regular season. It's weird. Yeah. Him and Eli. Yeah. Yeah, two very weird case studies as quarterbacks. That's all I got to say. Let's see. Uh, what's next on our agenda here? Um, going through our picks of this yeah. weekend? Because, yeah. uh, you know, we'll give a rundown of our where we're at in the league um, right now. Let's You're beating see. me by seven. Which you've come up by three. I think I was. I had either a nine or a ten game lead on you at one time. Yeah, and then I'm beating you by five in the one that we did before the season starts. Which I think you had a nine point lead on me on that one too at one time. Yeah, your almost perfect week helped. Uh, helped a lot. That one one game. Okay, so um, go go ahead. I'll let you. I'll let you read off the games this week if you want. You don't want to go into another coughing fit? Is that what what's happening? Here? Yeah, yeah, basically, I'm trying not to die right now. Uh oh, Andy. Oh, why'd you say oh? Did I lose you? Nope, nope, you're still here. Okay. Live podcasting, folks. Live podcasting. Here comes our editing. Yep. Just kidding, we're not editing. No. Um, we are Thursday night football this week. We have. The Patriots versus the Steelers. Oh my gosh! Why? Are, why? Why are we going to watch that? We're going to watch that game, right? We're going to watch it, and we're going to cry about it. We're going to we're going to text each other about how bad this game is as we watch it. Um, we're. I'm I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. I don't think they can have two bad performances in a row. I just don't think that the uh, Patriots can win. So I'm going with the Steelers as well. Maybe it'll tie. Maybe it'll just tie zero to zero. Uh, God, I hope. What is this, soccer? Yeah, except soccer would be nil-nil draw. Stop. Um, we're still in America. The Buccaneers you. at the Falcons. Bucks. See, I'm going Falcons. I don't trust Arthur Smith. I, I don't, don't trust either team, but yeah, that's fair. The Lions at the Bears. I'm gonna go with the Lions. I think this game's closer than people think. I'm taking the big kitty cats. I don't okay. think it'll be close, but um, I'm Colts at the Bengals. I'm actually a little surprised that the Bengals have are I don't know about their favor, but they have are, they have more votes on them. They have more votes on them. I'm gonna go with the Bengals after that win last night. I love me some Gardner Minshew, but I think since he's playing, starting to maybe play a little bit better ball. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm riding the Minshew mania. I'm proud of you. Um, the Jaguars at the Browns. Now CJ well, Beathard. Oh, I, I love CJ Beathard, Iowa guy. We're gonna go with the Browns. That defense is insane at home. It's a totally different animal at home than on the road. It's weird. I, I didn't. I didn't think about that, but I'm still I'm riding with the kitty cats again. Okay. Um, uh, Panthers at the Saints. I'm gonna go with the Aints. I am too. I am. Th- this is the first cat that I'm not trusting in. I know, are you more of a cat person or a dog person? I think I don't think a dog. One hundred percent. Okay, I'm the opposite. I'm a cat person. Hmm. I have a cat. If you remember, oh yeah, back to episode one. Bellatrix, which we named after Harry Potter. Shout out to Tristan Francesco. 
for that question. <laughs> uh, Texans at the Jets. Yeah. No question. No question. Yep. It's the Texans. Uh, no, yeah, same. Rams at the Ravens. I still think, no question, Baltimore. I do too, but the Rams are playing better ball, but I, yeah, I think the Ravens, Ravens are top of their division, fighting yeah. for that number one overall seed. Uh, Vikings at the Raiders. My heart says Raiders, because I can't have the Vikings win. My head says Josh Dobbs gets stuff figured out for one week. I actually took the Raiders. We have a lot of differences this week. I know. So we're going to end split right down the middle. Yep. Seahawks at Niners. Niners. Yeah, Niners are the best team in football. Chief, uh, Bills at Chiefs. Chiefs aren't going to lose. They're not losing. No. They're they're rougher blow this week. Broncos at Chargers. Um... I'm, I don't fully trust either team. I don't trust the Broncos more, so we're going to go with the Chargers. I am going with the Broncos. Okay, so you're you're on the whatever whatever ride Russ wants you to yeah. get. Let you go on. Eagles at Cowboys. This one was actually probably the hardest one for me to pick. I'm actually going to change my pick. I initially had Philly. We're going to pick Dallas. Another another difference. I got the Eagles. I'm, I'm throwing up right now, just an FYI. I'm throwing up when I'm saying that. <laughs> and then the Titans at the Dolphins on one of two Monday Night Football games. Um, so, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Miami. I am too. Well, I think it's it was a tough choice for me. Which uh, it is gonna be a sad that I'm not gonna be able to text you during this game and talk to I know. You about it because we're gonna be watching two. Monday night football games at different times or at same time, at same time, and they both involve both of our teams. Yeah, it's dumb. so I think they planned it because of this podcast. They didn't NFL wants to keep us on the down low for now, which, which understandable, understandable. Um, McAfee, so, we're coming for you. Yes, we are. So I will and be then, taking the Packers. Are you going to be taking the Packers or are they tallying mob? I am going with the Packers. Also, um. Unfortunately for you, because I have been oh, yeah. a jinx. Whenever yeah, I pick be... against the Packers, it's been yeah bad. This would, this would actually be a perfect letdown spot for the Packers too. That's what scares me. You're trying to talk me into it just as a because you're superstitious, but no. it ain't gonna happen. You can't prove anything. So yeah, those would be our picks for the week. Um, anything else NFL-wise or any other topics you want to touch on, Cody? So tonight uh, after work, or my daughter and I started, and son and wife all decided to watch a little bit. We're going to start doing our Christmas movies on non-football nights, uh, okay. as my wife put it. And okay. so tonight we watched Mickey Mouse's uh, Christmas Carol. Okay. Pretty, pretty good short flick, but... Uh, we're getting into that Christmas time. What are the top five must-watch Christmas movies for you? Okay, so are we just are we talking movies or just like 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 as a movie? Movies that is like Frosty the Snowman and stuff, or no? Oh yeah, that counts. Okay, so oh shoot, 
I, I've thought of this list actually before, just because I knew we were going to be coming up with this at some point. Um, so number five, I'm going to go with the Santa Claus 2. I love, I, I do love the Santa Claus 2. Like, I love the whole trilogy, but I do love the Santa Claus 2. Um, number four is Christmas with the Cranks, another Tim Allen movie. So with Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis, um, is, me and my dad usually like to try to watch that at least once every, uh, holiday season. I love that so much. Number three is Christmas Vacation. Number three. You're going to understand where I'm going. Uh, at least what what's one of these out of this. The other one you might not know. Um, honestly, I think anybody can, anybody who's watched that movie can, at least once, maybe twice, can quote that movie to death. I absolutely love it. Uh, Why don't you bend over and I'll show you. Oh, that's a Butte Clark. She's a Butte Clark. Um, number two is the Santa Claus. That's number. That's number two. The original Santa Claus. I mean, I, a lot of Tim Allen movies. I love Tim Allen, but I'm. I do. It's just. It, it's just. I. I don't know how to explain it. 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 On most lists, it would be number one. Like if we were just going straight up movies. However. Number one is what um, kind of it's an old claymation movie that my dad and I used like love to watch every year. It's called The Year Without a Santa Claus. Ooh, I have seen that. Dad, and I love Heat Miser. We love Snow Miser and Heat Miser. That's like our favorite part of the movie. And okay. Oh my gosh, we him and I can basically sing both of those uh, both those songs to death. It's just awesome. It, it's it's such a good such a good little movie. It and is it's a good from movie. It's so it's like almost fifty it's years old. Not in my top five. My my top five are, um, which I'm actually impressed by yours. Other than, like, your number three is my number one. Okay, that's fair. I I kind of thought so. Like that. Home Alone is my number five. Oh my gosh! I should have put that at number five. I knew I was going to be forgetting something big. Absolutely love it. Um, number four. I'm gonna go with a Christmas story. Okay. With the uh, um, Red Ryder BB gun. Remember watching that with my one of my cousins on Thanksgiving, and I've just loved it ever since. Okay. Um, number three, Elf. See, I'm not, I'm not, I don't hate Elf, but I'm not as big on it as everybody else is. Like, it's not a must-watch for me. It's yeah, I, I absolutely makes me laugh all the time. I can quote it with many people. It's just yeah. it's wholesome and fun. And I did see I just saw a deleted scene um like this week for the first time ever and it was uh Buddy playing on his uh elf um hockey team. Hilarious. Oh my gosh. He just destroyed everybody and oh, scored a goal awesome. and it was fantastic. Um number two is also your number two. Okay. Santa Claus. Tim Allen. I didn't... I don't remember watching the rest of the trilogy much, but, like, that movie kind of... We're, we're a little bit different eras. Yeah. I'm a little older than you, so... I remember the first one coming out. The second and third came out later when I wasn't really in that era. And number one, Christmas Vacation. I think I watched that on Christmas Day every year. Yeah, whether my it. wife is awake or not, I'll be watching it. It's such a good movie, such a good freaking movie. 
Um, yeah. Oh, quick question. Do you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? <clears throat> no, I do not. Okay. Um, I know that... So I, I just saw an argument. If if uh, you do consider it a Christmas movie, you almost have to consider Scarface a Christmas movie. Oh my gosh. Because Scarface came out on Christmas also. Oh boy. But at least in uh, Die Hard, there is like a Christmas scene in it and stuff, but I do not consider it a Christmas movie, no. Okay, okay. I'm along that same line, so we at least agree on one thing. Um, hey, I will okay. say, too, aside from Home Alone, I did forget an honorable mention, I would say, would be, uh, what next uh, it called? It's a Wonderful Life. Like, it, I think, an old, like, I mean, that's a, it's a, it's obviously a black and white movie, but it's a classic movie. Oh, I consider yeah, that a Christmas that movie. A, that is a great movie. Uh, I, I remember watching a lot of, my mom really liked uh, Bing Crosby movies. Okay. I watched a few of those. I can't remember the names of anybody, any of them, but they were, they were pretty good. Gotcha. Anything with Bing Crosby. He's got a beautiful voice. Um, yeah, so I'll, I actually probably want to swap out Home Alone for, uh, um, for the Santa Claus, or for the Santa Claus 2. And I'll put Home Alone actually at number four and bump Christmas with the Cranks down to five. I think that's where I'd go. Nice. Okay. I think I was actually just watching Home Alone like a couple weeks ago. And then, hey, shout out to Macaulay Culkin. He got a a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Just recently? Yeah, like literally within the last week. Wow. Yeah. Well, because aside from the Home Alone movies, he really didn't do any other acting at all. Um, He was in, uh, what was it called? Richie Richie Rich? Yeah. And was he in My Girl? That I couldn't tell you. But like I said, he didn't really do a whole lot of other acting other than that. Yeah. He was a childhood star that Yeah. It doesn't always turn out well. But now him and his uh girlfriend Brenda Song, they have like one or two children, I think now. Well, he was married to Mia Cunas at one time. <laughs> really? I did not know I that. I believe so. BBB. Yeah, because he was on he was on a few episodes of uh, Family Guy actually with Mia. Oh, really? That's a boy. Yep. Wow. I'm learning something new every day. Holy cow. I'm I'm full of uh, useless knowledge. Hey, so mine's, am I. Mine's less sports related, but I'm getting there. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. Like, you know, my as I've told you, I think, you know what my favorite um, NFL fact is of all time? Brett Favre's uh, first completion? Nope. The Vikings have never led in the Super oh, Bowl. Yeah. They've four Super Bowls <laughs> and they've never led one second. That's true. So for all the people that have stayed with us through almost an hour and a half, congrats. You have stayed through Andy's fun fact of the day. Um, Walter Ma- Payton Man of the Year Award just came out oh, no, for the, the, all 32 teams. And um, the greatest position has at least one nominee. Alec Ingold. Is the Dolphins rep? Yep. Or nominee? Nice. Um, Devondre Campbell, I was wrong. It's not Aaron Jones. It's Devondre Campbell, their middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. He's the Packers nominee. Okay. I, the only so, other one I really saw was Patty Mahomes. I didn't look yeah. too close to the list. Yeah, I didn't either. But it's such, like, uh, for a lot of NFL players, that is, or for most NFL players, that is honestly one of the coolest no- honors you can get, even just being nominated for yeah, all the It means you're, <clears throat> not only are you a fantastic player, but you're a fantastic person in the yeah. community. Yeah, and you see so, all the other, all the past winners of it, and it's just like, you can tell those are just straight up good guys. 
<clears throat> like I know Alec Ingold was uh he was adopted and he yep. does a lot with um adopted children in the Miami area. So it, it's cool. Like I, I saw the tribute to him or the video where they announced it and it's pretty touching. It's pretty cool watching a grown man cry. <laughs> yeah, it a lot of that stuff is. It just it, it just tugs right at the heartstrings. It like that's when you know it's all it's all it's all really good. It just it hits you right in the feels. That's how you know sports are the best. Like that's mm-hmm. why. Things like that. Best reality show on TV. Can't beat it. For sure. Well, the only thing that could beat it is a sports podcast with Andy and Cody. Yeah. So speaking of that, um, keep spreading the word about us here on the Unrelated Sports Pod. Um, Cody's gonna, like you said, he's gonna try to get a Facebook page up. Yep. I have a Twitter coming up, and I have posted nothing. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna get a YouTube page also eventually, yep. where you can actually watch our beautiful faces. Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, we'll you're, at least, you're at least beautiful, Cody. Not me, but... God, you've been drunk this whole time. Yeah, let's, let's spike this Pepsi that I have here. <laughs> um, but yeah, keep spreading the word. Um, keep hearing good... I mean, we keep hearing more and more people have uh, said that they've been listening to us, so it's been pretty yeah. It's been pretty sweet. It's it's very uh, weird to walk up, walk into the store and hear your, your voice on a podcast. Um, even if yeah. the people are talking smack, it's fine. Yeah, I, I hate hearing my own Colby. voice. Meow. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, but yeah, no, it's just it's 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 been actually it it's been been a pretty sweet honor to be able to just hear people saying, "Hey, yeah, we heard your podcast. You guys guys have been doing pretty good." Yeah, it's it's fun and people liking listening to us at, in our banter. So, um, yeah, keep up with feedback, um, positive reviews, uh, follow, subscribe. Um, in the comments, leave us some questions if you need to. Yeah. I know we have an email address. We don't know it yet. I don't remember it. I, I forgot it. I might need to set up a new one. And yeah, I, and well, we're we're going to continue to get better. Um, and eventually, I'm guessing once football season's not uh, in full swing, we'll probably have shorter episodes. Yeah. But we get to rambling. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. People I mean, spend more time with us. Yeah, I mean, again, if you're with us through this through this part of the podcast, you know you love us. Exactly. I know my wife hasn't listened to this part. <laughs> uh, she loves me, but she doesn't uh, hear me for so long. That's debatable. I'm sorry, Courtney. <laughs> but, alrighty. Well, Cody, sign us off. Everybody remember that pullbacks are people, too. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Thumbs up.